This is Aaron from Aaron and Nate, and I am here with Nate. And we are very, very excited to uh, play a song from the band, uh, what's that band? Spirit Box. Spirit Box. Spirit Box. I've been hearing that name around. I have, I have. And what song are we listening to, Nate? It is called Constance. Constance. Well, let's uh, let's dig into the conversation a little bit and then we'll uh, listen to it. All right. This is a damn good cup of coffee. <laughs> it's really good, actually. <laughs> that, 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 I think, is like right now, if I had to pick a, a bean where I could only drink that bean for a month straight, it might be that one. Yeah, no, this Probably is good. Be. And the thing that I like about this bean is uh, many coffee drinkers are into like the medium roast and the dark roasts, right? It just seems to be the thing. Most of the flavors are that, etc., etc. I'm very much a, a light roast kind of guy. And and so is my wife. We just love that oh, light really? roast. Yeah, we love the the. Blanc. I didn't know Jackie'd be light roast. Okay, yeah, she's light roast sense. as well. Yeah, but she also she may be light roast, but she doesn't like any kind of like cream or sugar in it, right? I'm also oh, yeah. similar yeah. to that. It's like I want all of the flavor of the bean, and from what I've heard from you know the experts in the industry, <laughs> is uh, actually the light roast has a higher caffeine content. That is true. Yeah, and. Um, it's like maybe you get a more honest flavor of the bean rather than the, the, the flavor that a lot of us like, which is maybe more of the, proce the process of cooking the bean rather than the flavor of the bean that we get from coffee. Yeah, I, I think for me, when I drink a darker bean, I usually want to put cream and sugar in it because uh, you get a that's a totally different flavor profile where you have kind of like a more charcoal-y kind of like, uh, you know... I don't want to say burnt, but like caramelized. Yeah. Like the meat that's like the burnt ends kind of bit. Yeah, yeah. And then you're mixing that with like a little bit of sugar, a little uh -huh. bit of cream. Yeah. Because it's like by itself, it's like too much. Mm hmm Whereas if you're doing a light roast, it's more like that medium rare steak. Yeah. You know, where you're like, oh, the meat itself is this taste. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's been my experience drinking a lot that's of That's such a, I really like that metaphor because too, like with the steak. It doesn't need anything, but also you can use the ingredients of steak, the beef, to make something very complex and complicated. So it's not that one bean's better than the other. It's just a method of uh, of consuming, correct? Yeah, I mean, well, and it's a different dish, really. Like, even though hmm. if it's the same ingredient or ingredients, I, I do feel like it's a different dish. Like, I, I've, I put in cream and sugar when I feel like that improves the cup of coffee. Yeah. And so you know similar for steak like why would you have you know barbecue ribs without barbecue sauce like that's right. doing it wrong you're missing some right. for the dish yeah but on the other hand you know putting in beef into something else you might not add steak it might be yeah. like sacrilegious to add steak yeah. sauce to some of the really good stuff right but hey so. maybe there's a time when you do want to add the steak sauce and that's a beautiful thing but maybe there's a time it's a beautiful thing when you withhold from the steak sauce it's all right? over the place my it's friend. all over the place so this is to say that everybody has different tastes in all things and maybe we all have different tastes in music and parallel to that point is something that steak is often is juicy and i think we must <laughs> we once again might be coming on the phrase juicy. Is juicy like our theme phrase, theme word? Yeah, juicy is our phrase. It came about in episode five with uh, our brother Michael. And that is the most popular episode, so go check that out. <laughs> um, is it five or... I don't know which number it is. Anyways, the Mike one's really fun. The other one. Dude, I was listening to that. I was talking to mom about that episode. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me about um, the story of the rug that he was that he told us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. where he cut a piece of the rug. Where he cut a piece, room. and like, oh my gosh, oh gosh, tearjerker, jeez. Yeah. And she had her like own two cents to throw in about the rug, and the it's just this whole whatever. It's kind of cool to have these conversations kind of memorialized. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I I will say there's something uh, endearing, and also. It sounds like a riff straight pulled from a sitcom where, <laughs> you know, a character is like, oh, I miss my house. So I'm going to like, literally as I travel, cut out a square of the rug and set it next to my bed. <laughs> so when I hop out of bed in the morning, I can feel 
the rug of my childhood home under my feet. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I have trouble picking one of the friends. Maybe that's a Monica thing or a Chandler. Yeah, thing. I mean, I don't I watch, don't, I don't watch the show Friends, but uh, yeah, I don't watch it. It's a, it. it's a definitely like a, it, your point rings so true. It's like a, it's like one of those things that people would put in a sitcom because on one hand it's very comedic yeah. and on the other hand it's also very like emotionally charged and kind of there's a lot of emotional depth to it. So it's the yeah, perfect yeah. thing to turn into a themed joke throughout an episode yeah, yeah. is would be that rug rug story for sure. Oh, what about the rug? <laughs> yeah, what about the rug? And like, you know, Michael's like rubbing his face against yeah. it or something like cut to Michael like, oh yeah. yeah. And then at the end he has a conversation about the rug and everyone cries, right? How so many sitcoms are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta like, uh, uh, you know, uh, knock it out of the park after all that setup. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah, we, we talked about Juicy in that episode and the idea of Juicy being like, I think it was something that was like, uh, we kind of came up with it as like uh, a good bite as something meaningful, right? Like there's multiple, is this right? Like, is that, is kind of like there's a, a couple, lot to it. There's a couple things. Yeah. Is it that when you bite into it, it sort of gushes all over. Yeah. And, like, we use this phrase, I think at some point where it's like you bite into it and it overflows into your mind. Um, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I haven't listened to this song. Okay. Yet. I've so... I've I've said it, I think, I, whatever, okay. Never heard this song, have heard this band, now that I think about it. Okay. Have heard this band be talked about. Okay. Um, I remember a powerful voice, and I remember meaningful lyrics, and I kind of remember maybe this band, when I think of Spirit Box, is kind of like a modern metal band, which to me means maybe some element of, like, structured pop but done in a meaningful way is that part of it yeah i mean i i think that as band like part of modern metal is like your production quality goes up for sure um Mm -hmm. and they get really they a lot of things get tighter that's the thing i've noticed over by modern i guess i'm talking about like the last decade Mm -hmm. you know um i feel like and maybe even the last two decades almost um, they're just really, uh, as far as sound production and technical polish, um, a, l- a lot of the bands are kind of like just going up a little bit tighter on mm. both of those. Yeah. Um, speed, a lot of band, a lot of, not all songs, but a lot mm. of songs, like, especially when, you know, for their like songs that go hard, um, will be faster. Like you almost can't do like your big hard song you know yeah in sort of a medium rhythm it has to be really really fast <laughs> okay yeah okay okay um, what else oh and then also a lot of incorporation of uh tech uh techno metal mm-hmm. uh, you know synth like kind of like kind of throwing in some of that and mm. they don't get called like a um a genre vendor that's just like now part of the genre is to throw in some of that synth yeah. or the, some of the some of the little techno beeps or, or blops or whatever yeah. into it and, and just kind of include that as part of the music um yeah nice nice yeah well i mean that's uh, good to hear yeah it makes sense too why this is a band that i've heard uh, you know come up and i hope that you know uh people will take this as an opportunity to get even more to this kind of very vast genre of you know so many different types of artists and styles of music and people hear metal and they are averse right sure they they they, they kind of think of it as like a, a it's like almost i, I don't want to but it's like kind of like a club kind of like a hyper masculine club sometimes it is. in terms of like it almost be. has this bro culture in it you know and it, uh, yeah i mean it, i think I think it's split. There's definitely pieces of it that mm-hmm. are that way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I've ever noticed a uniform like bro culture across metal. Yeah. But I have noticed that a lot of people, when they think of metal, like immediately think of, you know, cannibal corpse. Yeah. Or that In... <sighs> subgenre. Yes. So this, this kind of brings me to my, 
one of kind of uh when i wasn't yet really going to music shows with you and i was kind of venturing out more on my own mm -hmm. i ventured to this uh, uh kind of just like a bar style venue that was having a friend's band play he was playing a, you know this kind of like punk metal uh screaming kind of uh okay. music with i don't know what that style is when there's like the stand-up bass also Oh yeah, yeah. It sounds it sounds like emo y. Yeah, it, it, it was like cool. It was cool. Emo. It was a lot yeah. of like. Okay, whatever it was. Okay, that band. But then, uh. what what we didn't realize was, um, and this this was I had. Okay, so do you know the little the Coronita beers? They're Coronas, but they're mini. I I don't. But you continue. don't. Ah, so ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> this bar had dollar coronitas okay here i am a young man oh, coming yeah. in and going wow it's a miniature beer it's half a beer and sure. it's corona which yeah. is my favorite beer oh you, you, i didn't know yeah okay. well okay let me take that back corona is it could have been your favorite beer at the point in time that's fine just... well actually if i was to order a beer right now it'd definitely be a corona and could always be a corona but i love many different types of beer okay, but the type okay. of beer that if i walk into a store and i see the beer on the wall it's going to be a corona recently i've been buying some Coors banquet but for years it has been corona and then i oh, go wow. buy a couple limes or whatever oh, it wow. is so got it cornitas tropical all the way dollar bill okay two dollars for the tip Two bucks for a beer, because I'm a, I knew. Oh, you're I, a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Two dollars. <laughs> Two dollars per beer, lime slice, every time. So I was about, let's say, $15 into my drinking that night. So how many, that's like. Seven and a half beers. Seven and a half beers. All right, seven and a half beers. <laughs> but they're the little beers, so three. Three. Okay, my friend's band plays. Great, it's cool, there's a circle pit. It's great. I'm, oh, I'm like cool. exhausted from the circle pit with them. I'm now sitting watching the next band comes on. Okay. Shaved heads, long shorts, high socks. Oh no. And they're like, <laughs> and then it's just all of a sudden you realize they're basically like a neo-Nazi metal group singing incredibly racist lyrics in the prior band. The band which I was vi visiting was uh, was basically they were all from Mexico. Oh my goodness! So it literally within about five minutes turned into a circle pit that turned into a fight. Oh! The lights turned on in the bar. Yeah. And like, there's just people pulling everybody. Da 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 da. The band loves it. The band is like playing harder. Oh, no. oh, and if no. you guys know, when uh, typically in metal shows, when you go to a real one with real bands that are good and not a band like this, when lights go on, the band stops the band. What's going on? Let's figure it out. Let's help everybody. This band is yeah. like encouraging violence, right? Oh. Is continuing to play, is continuing to circle. Right. So um, the thing that it was just this, this big trip for me to experience that and then the lights go on they're continuing to play they take out the couple of rabble rousers and then it continues okay. the lights go back off and it's fine but um that kind of in my head it put in this idea of um kind of there's a, a a a nature to metal music that maybe is a little bit icky or something right sure. there's like a bad image to it and um this brings me to the ultimate point of when we were at the gathering, the party, where <laughs> um, we all hung out and um, there was an individual in that party mm -hmm. that said, I didn't know metal music could be good. And that individual had just, I think, listened to the first episode and had um, listened to the song, uh, uh, the Leprous song. Yeah, Alleviate. Alleviate by, by Leprous. And this individual was so like, I didn't know metal could be um i didn't know metal could be good and it was like to me i was like that makes sense yeah i didn't i didn't really either until nate <laughs> told me like i knew it had oh, i awesome. knew it had expression yeah. of anger uh -huh. Uh -huh. i knew it had this like um you know I, I had that experience of the show and then sure. yeah and then you know all of that but um yeah that was just really interesting to me so then i then i then shared that information to um a friend of another friend of mine who is into metal music 
and I, I didn't reveal names. I very much said it in the way I am now. And that individual was like, if you think about it, that's kind of like, uh, I'm a little offended because like- A little offended by what? By that statement. Which statement? Uh, Which one? The, I didn't know metal could be good. Oh, that one. Okay. That All statement. Right. Okay. He, was, he was offended by that statement because he was like, metal is like, it's, 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 it's like such a diverse genre. There really is something for everyone. Yeah. There's like, there's like the softest, most pure Christian metal, probably Buddhist metal, probably every variety of metal to the darkest, most evilest uh, metal out there. And yeah. there's all this array of in between. And it's really more about um, the nerdiness of music and kind of what you can create with like, um, like the, the the instruments that are kind of the standards, like the drums, the the guitars, the bass, sure. the synths, that sort. Yeah, you, you take yeah. you take a pop music ensemble, yeah, and you say, okay, uh, we normally have these limits on how loud we're gonna play, how fast we're gonna play, how distorted we're gonna play, yeah. how uh, how uh, technical we're gonna play, how um, discordant. We're going to play, mm -hmm. and we're throwing all those limits out the window, and we're going to create things, and this is, I think most good metal bands have these two elements in them, we're going to create things that are both uh, musically interesting mm. and emotionally charged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, um, sort of what can you do with a pop music ensemble if you go limitless, and try and create something that's musically interesting and emotionally charged. Yeah. That's that's like almost like the, that's how I would define the genre of metal. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, geez. Um unless you got anything else to say, I'm ready for this juicy ass song. Yeah, so this this I will say like going into it, um, I love this song. Uh I'll talk more about it obviously after we listen to it. But this is one of those uh, pieces of metal music that is a comfort to me. Excellent. So, yeah. Well, all right, let's dig into it. All right, so the song is Constance by Spirit Box. <coughs> Jeez. That was like a hard hit of a badass song. That was great, Nate. Great, great, great <laughs> choice, great choice. Yeah, this is, um, I, so I'm realizing I've never done a lyrical analysis on this song, even though I've heard it, I don't know, maybe a hundred times. You've heard this song a hundred times? That's what Whoa. it feels like. I could be wrong. Wow. You've yeah. heard this song a hundred times more than me. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, this is one of the songs I go to on repeat when I mm. need the sound cocoon. Yeah. You know? Sound cocoon. Yeah. Sound cocoon. So, so think about it, like... You know, your baby, you get swaddled up in a, like, warm, fuzzy burrito. Someone's hugging you, you know, like... <laughs> oh, okay, that... so we're talking about, like, when you're the baby being held. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I'm like, I, I want to be held. This is yeah. music that holds yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this, this particular song, at least uh, musically, it hits two things for me. One... It feels comforting. Mm. I feel, I mm. feel, I feel, I feel swaddled. Right, it feels swaddled. And then the other thing it does for me too is that there's little bits of it that kind of um, give me that nice ear massage, like scratch that itch Ooh, in the ear. Ear massage. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, there's a sonic. It's not just an emotional element. There's a uh, there's a sonic, sonic quality. Element. Yeah. A sonic, sonic quality. quality of it. Yeah. Okay. That I that I really like, um, and I think. Uh, for me, a lot of that comes when it's this melding of uh, some distortion with uh, some uh, like ethereal singing. Ah. So like, you know, and then other other songs that sometimes do it are where you have the two vocalists, and this is often mm -hmm. called like the Beauty and the Beast, where you have the uh, yeah. the op operatic voice and you have the grunting voice. Mm -hmm. um, but Hush a lot metal. of It'll be alright. Yeah. Come on closer and hold me tight. We have each other for now and always. Okay, wait. Before you continue, I just yeah. 
I think of that song because as you were describing Sound Cocoon. Yeah. I was just, uh, have I told you, has this, whatever. I don't care if this is a repeat story or not. It's not. I when know. I wake up, oftentimes it's to, uh, Hush Little Man. What song is that? I don't know what song. It's, uh, Phil Collins. Okay. Is that that guy? I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Okay, so Disney movie, Tarzan. Yeah. And this is the song that's like the melody. Did he win an Emmy for that song? Yeah. This? Okay. Before (laughs) I continue, my wife, when she got her Spotify thing, she's in the top 0.5% listeners of Phil Collins. Oh. And I'm telling you why. It's not because she's into do, 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 or she was like <laughs> listening to Genesis. Okay. She doesn't care about any of that. It's that Tarzan album has so many like uh, sound cocoons. Mm-hmm. And I think emotionally and sonically, just like what you're talking about. Exactly yeah. what you're talking about. So that song, I waken up to, it's hush little fun, it'll be all right. I'm closer and hold me tight. We have a little each Michael other in that. Now and always, hold me close. Da, da, da. And then comes in the. Then, uh, what's the chorus? You'll be in my heart. Yeah, you'll be in my heart. From this day forward. So it's like. When, yes, I just, I, I wanted to just cut in a little bit and be like, to those that don't understand what Nate's talking about in terms of the sound cocoon and the sonic quality of this style of music, he's talking about this. Yeah, no, that's exactly right, is that you pull pull the warm blanket over you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so this, this particular metal song does that for me, uh, and... Even though like pop songs and the song we're talking, you know, the Phil Collins song yeah. also does it. I think yeah. that the, I think I think it's just something in my personality. I'm much mm. more attracted to the, you know, hey, let's throw out all the, res- like I was saying earlier in the definition of metal, let's throw out all the restrictions. You know, let's let's allow ourselves to be more extreme if that's what's mm. coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so this song hits more of that. And there's yeah. like, especially... I guess let's let's talk about like so we're talking about like the musicality of the song. Yeah, like yeah, you you're this... in sonic quality when I interrupted you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I want yeah, you no, no. I want you to explain point two. You know, it, it, like uh, like that sonic quality, how it's an ear massage. Yeah, you know? I didn't ear let you massage, and I think it's because there's at least for me there's like so much um, resonation between. Uh, the voice and the the guitar, da, 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 yeah. you Melodic. know, and so there's yeah, well, and there's there's mirroring and there's mm-hmm. like um, between the the voice and the guitar, yeah. Um, call and response? No, or is that different? It's it's well, it's not vocal call and response, but there is there is a. It's almost like interactive, playful quality. As you're saying it from a musical standpoint, it's almost like when you're holding a baby and you smile and they smile. They're reflecting back into you. Yeah. But that I mean, sonically, that musically, that's what we're talking about with that that little melody, yeah. uh, the, the the lullaby we were singing a second mm-hmm, ago. Mm-hmm. But it's doing it in this song. Yeah, there is this um, interaction and interplay uh, where it's not just a vocalist is singing over the music yeah it's that like the music is is playful and interacting with her voice yeah um so i don't i don't know i i assume that's got to be hard because i don't really hear all that many songs that i feel like do a really good job of that well those songs are we know all of those songs (laughs) you know what i mean because they're like they're, uh, I mean, this This is like your version of it. It makes sense mm-hmm. now why this is a, p- a popular song among metal listeners because in every genre, people, I feel like people find those lullabies to kind of hold them, mm-hmm. the songs that sure. hold them, right? There's, there's a, 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 
I mean, I can't think of the lullabies that have held me right now, but I'm sure, I'm sure I could if I wasn't thinking about this song so so much in my head right now. It's literally ninety percent of the space in my brain. I'm like, well, think of another song. I can't name a band. I don't know, Phil Collins. Okay, <laughs> but, start with the basics. Yeah, yeah. it's just. But what you really kind of what's really cool is just like this is such a good example. Like, right, this is like the music as a reflection of what we're feeling of our heart, right? How like a mother looks into their child's eyes and smiles and smiles and the kid learns to smile through the the thing. You know what I mean? It's like, a, 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 it's like the, that is a, is, is, is just a, within us as humans, that desire for that, that need for that. So like, um, when- Connection and comfort. Connection and comfort. Yeah. Yeah. And connection and comfort kind of hurts a little bit. And by I mean there's a pain element to it. And I haven't and I, I yeah, like there's an opening up to it. So a many of us Yeah. So many of us are resistant to it. So I'll give you kind of yeah. the, the story of it. So like with this song, right? The 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 Tarzan and Jane song, um you know, uh Jackie w wakes up earlier than I do. Okay. And and she Oh, that's why the Phil Collins is on her playlist, but you're the one hearing the song. Yes. She blasts it. Okay, yes. got it. So my wife, I, I love her to death. She's got to live her life. And she needs to, like, she she works hard. This woman works so hard. She's so driven. She's so motivated. She's this, like, fucking uh, train that just fucking, you know what I mean? She okay. goes for it. All right. She goes for it. I'm this, like, poetic, laid-back kind of fuck off sometimes kind of guy all right he says wearing a beanie half askew and some flannel <laughs> <laughs> so okay like but um so I, I wake up she's listening to this and i initially for kind of maybe you know when we started living together i was resistant to her listening to music in the mornings i would be like i wouldn't say anything i would be like turn it down can you shut the door this and that just recently, there's been kind of a shift in my life um, where I'm trying to be more open to things and more, I don't know, just like I feel like I'm kind of getting to that next level. And one of the things about that next level is I'm going to open myself up to Jackie's experiences more and see her uh, point of view more. Mm -hmm. And kind of just like what she does, I'm going to be like, listen and open and don't, 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 don't meet it with resistance, right? We so often meet things with resistance. And um, so... I started listening to it and I was like, holy shit. Every morning, Jackie starts her day off with like these lullabies. Like you're here, you're comforted, you're, you're there. And she, she has all these stories of her grandmother um, hmm. singing her lullabies, you know? And um, she, she just gets really emotional about these things. And so it's like she was, she, she, she taught me this lesson of like, it's hard when you wake up in the morning. It's scary starting the day from scratch. Your heart rate goes from 60 to getting up to 100. And it feels very uncomfortable those first few moments. And, and my wife has this wonderful coping tool of listening to lullabies. Oh. I'm going to hold you tight. I'm there for you. I got you. Oh. You know, you're around me. Um, and so I started to open myself up to that. And now when I'm, the last couple times when I've been woken up by this music, um, rather than meet the, with resistance, I'm meeting it with an openness. And you know what? I'm now benefiting from it, like she does, just oh. by the mere fact of me opening. Yeah. And I'm experiencing this new connectedness with her because of it. Mm. Anyways, yeah. So the, the music as a reflection of the heart. Yeah, that th th this this song, I get it. I get it. This song is so like uh, melodic and pure, and that, and that's a great thing about it. Yeah, I, it, it, it gets me every time, like every time, every time mm. I listen to it, 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 it puts me in that, that comforted mood. Now, something I will say uh, that I think we'll, we'll get to more when we get to the lyrics, but just to point out its presence in the song is that this is a, this is a lullaby that's, that's sort of self-deconstructing. Oh. So the plot thickens. Oh yeah, we're does. metal music. We take a lullaby and make it complex. <laughs> yeah, no, and it really that's it, the nerd. It's, it's that's it's, the nerd element. Yeah, it's super nerd. So it's sort of self deconstructing. And as as you go, you know, you go through the song, you get to the part where it's the breakdown. 
Mm-hmm. And you get the breakdown, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, the bottom fell out of the breakdown. Where are we going? Yeah, I noticed you know? that. Yeah, like I was I was really enjoying this breakdown, and now uh, I don't know where we are. Yeah, look at this. It was I had I had holding you as the last lyric breakdown, head from waist to ceiling, half beat, half beat arrow, then like a question mark <laughs> thing. <laughs> you know? Like what the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, so uh, I'll translate some of your your Coptic scratches. Yeah, exactly. Uh, into uh, yeah, you're 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 like experiencing what would normally be followed by a, a kind of like pick the beat back up off the floor, resolve, resolve yeah. all that, and it doesn't. It just goes, and you you kind of like slide into this sort of like dissolving pool. This. Um, this place yeah. of all the tones, uh, the rhythms, kind of everything falling off yeah. the, the wagon. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's discordant. It's weird. It's, it's a head scratcher, too, if you're just listening to music, because it, doesn't, it, it, it uh, deviates from the standard listen. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a, there's a reason why it does that, and it's in the lyrics. Um, so uh yeah that's... yeah well i think i think then i think i'm i'm kind of excited to see if the lyrics kind of reflect what you're discussing in the music so should we should we do the lyrics yeah let's do it let's do it okay uh you know nate you're the you're the you, you got the do i get a, do i get a, a I, jam it i want you to i want you to jam to, it full throttle i want you to jam it full throttle and I'll right. kind of come in on the back end. All right. You know what I'm saying? I think I know what you're saying. So here's what we're doing. This is lyrics for Constance by Spirit Box. Yes. And uh, I'll be honest. I'm going to go pretty fast. Let's let's let's, let's jam it. Let's do um, it. All right. So. <laughs> Dying sun burns in the night. I watch it glow, and it's so hard for me. So we're in sunset. Mm. It's burning in the night. Yeah. It's hard. Speaking darkness out of spite. So now the sun's not just hard. Mm. It's that she is speaking darkness to the sun. Oh, so like she's the trying sun's... trying to set the sun. Yeah, the sun's setting. She's like... Oh, that sun. <laughs> she's trying to make it set faster because wow. there's darkness coming out. Wow. Okay. Um, and out of spite... And then now here's where uh, I think this is like, there's actually a pop lyrical framework to this, which is the relationship, right? Yeah. Coercion and then caving in, wrap me in my bitterness. Coercion? What's that mean? I think that this is, I think the sun is the relationship. Mm. I think that, that she's trying to end the relationship. And... And it's like she can't end it. And she can, like, tell that there's bad things going on. But she's, like, keeps getting sucked into this relationship. Mm. And so, like, give it up. I'm complacent. Just enough to escape it. So there's, like, this escapism. Heretics wouldn't phase me. That one's a little puzzling. I think that it might be that she's trying to speak to this idea of truth. And... um trustworthiness Mm. so right the heretic is the person that goes against the flow yeah goes against the established truth Uh uh-huh so there's kind of like this oh somebody who would go against the whatever the kind of like established yeah established yeah that wouldn't phase me that's yeah like go ahead okay yeah okay so let me just kind of like visualize it so i can i can kind of because i'm a visual so yeah all right so it's like it's like the metaphor is this is this woman the singer i'm guessing yeah is 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 in 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 um kind of cursing the relationship as its glow dies you know and it's and she's spiteful there's coercion there's this back and forth in the relationship of oh do this if you do that and this and then there's caving and fine or this and that like giving up of like it's just a destructive it seems like the, the the relationship is just no longer working things are no longer working out she's getting spiteful and and wrap me in bitterness i just wanted to just oh yeah wrap me in my bitterness yeah and and that's just like that's fucking juicy guys yeah (laughs) so here's something that um 
um, my therapist has told me many times is, is, is whenever there's a hint of bitterness within any of my relationships, he's like, ooh, 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 ooh. Like you don't want to get bitter. You mm-hmm. do not want to get bitter in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get bitter. If you hit bitter, right, it's now going to be this like, that's when the poison enters the bloodstream of the relationship. Got it. Right? The resentment, right? So she's in that point where the poison's in her veins and return in, in regards to that relationship. And, um, and she's like, give it up. I'm complaint, complacent just enough to escape it. To me, that kind of means she's able to kind of like dissociate. She doesn't give a fuck. She just kind of just like, oh, this is so fucking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think to me, this, this feels like old. Mm. It's not new. It's not like she has this new relationship that has warning signs. Mm-hmm. This is like old relationship. Yeah. That just is kind of like, it's the end of the day. The sun is setting. Yeah. Right. Oh. In the night. But it's just like. It's Magician's like, nephew. but she's kind of like she's in it still yeah even though she's like she's it it sounds like she's trying to get out of it but she's not out of it she's still in it yeah she's still wrapped in the bitterness she's still yeah so heretics wouldn't phase me but she's not the heretic yet or it doesn't sound like she is yeah she's not running against the establishment yeah yet um Wait, what, just briefly say again within that kind of metaphor of like what would the heretics wouldn't phase me kind of be as a part of like so it's it's like the, the, so the establishment I think is also the relationship yeah yeah so it's like hey there's this established truth of my life that has existed for some mm. time um, that I'm in this relationship and this is sort of continuing right <gasps> and then the heretics are those that would be like okay like let's actually break up let's actually dude get out of this yes dude Nate yes. Okay, cool. Continue. Yes. You're diving? I'm in it. I'm diving. Lucid trust. So that's like the the thing that I think we all want in relationships is lucid trust. Mm. I don't want it. Whoa. What the fuck? Why would you say that? Not want trust. Don't want lucid trust. I mean, yeah. So maybe unlucid trust or just sort of like trust. This is when someone says they don't want lucid trust, that means to me they've been around the block. When someone says those things, when someone says things like, oh, I have regrets, you know how some people says, I don't have regrets. Mm-hmm. That's different than the type of person that says, I, maybe, maybe it's not always the right thing to be honest. Maybe, <laughs> you know what I mean? Those people who have had a, a variety of experiences to uh-huh. where they're like, you know, maybe I don't want to know. Yeah, maybe they're, they've been hurt so uh, often and they have that sort of built in as a part of their history to where they're like, you know, the good things in this relationship are just going to go away. Yeah. If we're totally honest. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dude. So that was pretty crazy for me. Cause Nate, uh, teared up as he said that. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean this, this, this song, uh, is is getting me every well, from every angle wait, I've from been, every angle well i've been there i've <laughs> I've, I've been there true there there reaches a point in certain relationships and things and this could be even with a friend let's say you've never been in a real like, romantic relationship where you don't really want the truth anymore because well, you've kind of gotten enough glimpse of the person that you know that like I don't want their honesty. I have a good example of this kind of. Yeah. There, there's, there's been like, and I, I love my, I love my family to death. And, and these issues that I'm about to discuss have been resolved and I'm going to use they's and that's. But th- there was a time there was a person in my life that was supposed to give me like this uh, unconditional love. And I felt at the time that I did not receive that unconditional love and i remember learning enough about this person that um i didn't want to actually know what they truly authentically thought about me because we had had all these real conversations and i actually did not want to ask the question do you truly authentically care for me just for me or is this really about you Mm -hmm. and in my head i don't want to know the answer to that Mm-hmm. It's easier for me to have the Schrodinger's cat, right? Sure. It's well, like, yeah. is it alive or dead? I don't want to know. Because it would mm-hmm. hurt too much for me, right? Okay. Yeah. So it almost I, like yeah. hurts both ways. Yeah. So, so it's, to me, once a relationship hits, uh, I don't want lucid trust, 
there's no more real growth in that relationship. There may be a point of maintenance in the relationship, but there isn't really a growth element. So this is a yeah. dying sun. Yeah. Any way about sun. it. So yeah, I just wanted, I didn't want to walk by lucid trust too quickly. Dig it's, right back in there. Hit, hit that with that full force yeah. energy. I'm digging what you're saying. Well, it's, it's because inspiring. It's, it's this, this vulner, the vulner, there's no vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Or uh, palms are rough when you promise. Now, mm. I'm not sure what that means. I kind of, I'm am, am reading in the context of the rest of the lyrics that it's kind of like almost this unsteadiness, like this shaking of hands or something. Like maybe there's just a a, a lack of trust in, in commitments and promises. That's kind of how I'm reading it too. Poems are rough with promise. Like When, when you promise. When yeah. you promise. It's like, it, I, I'm taking it two ways. It could either, well, like, let's just think of it lyrically. It could either mean that the promise is rough, like the hand is rough, like I don't trust this promise, you have mm -hmm. a rough hand, or it could be that it's a harsh promise. Yeah, 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 maybe, or just an unpleasant experience. Yeah. Right, like, like have you ever been given a handshake Fine, I won't sleep with them anymore. Or whatever, yeah. Right? Yeah, right. That could be a harsh promise. That could be a harsh just promise. Just going for an extreme. But yeah. thinking about the palm being rough, that's like, um, if you've ever shaken hands with someone who works with their hands, like a plumber or something like that, oh. you will have had this experience where they, they have all these weird funky calluses. It's true. And shaking their hand is like, you're kind of like, you might actually get jabbed with one of their calluses. But it's when actually... I feel that, I trust the person more for sure. some reason. I, no, no, no. I mean, know. That's my it's bias. A... That's my bias. That, <laughs> I, I think that, that that could be part of it. I don't know. But it's just this, this idea of like, it's an unpleasant experience to some degree. It's like rough and, and... But it's also like legitimate. Yeah, at least that's how we think. Because we think of that as like working man's hands. Yeah, I think of rough hands as like a blue collar guy that's not going to F me over. Because his, his, like our father, yeah. right? He's yeah. like, uh, 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 how do we, how do we, how... Yeah, he's not a politician. Maybe. He's not a politician. He's yeah. going to tell you how it is. Yeah. And he's trustworthy. He's trustworthy, uh -huh. right? Like, he will not, like, um, he's like, you know, you look him in the eye and he says, I'm going to do this for you. That man is going to do that for you. Mm -hmm. And that guy's got rough as hell hands that are crippled, too. He doesn't even have a couple fingers. It's like a little... Well, no, they're little, there. They're just trash what gold think. hand. It's like, a, what, how the hell are you still doing this, old man? Sorry. Love the guy. Anyways. I mean, that's what they say when they, uh, you know, I could beat you with one hand tied behind my back. Dad could out-carpenter you with one hand tied behind oh, his back. Yeah, no. Dad could out-carpenter me, me with both hands tied behind his back. He's like, he he has like, he could, he, well, you know, he's a little more old now and, you know, but it like, let's just say if he had like 30% of my physical prowess, he could do 300% of what I could do sure. in, in that realm. He's the mind over, mind over matter. Yeah. You know All what right. I mean? I want to, I want to pick back. I'm up sorry, 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 sorry. No, okay. Good. Yeah. But okay. But just, just, just yeah. lucid trust. I don't want it. Palms are rough when you promise. It's almost like, uh, I don't, it's almost like, don't, don't tell me, don't tell me, promise me this. It's hard. But just don't tell me. It's too rough. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gathering that yeah. as well. Yeah. Fire lies when you're honest. Lies is in tells lies, I believe. Because mm. uh, it's contrasted with honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fire lies when you're honest. I, I don't know what the fire is pointing to. It could be the dying sun. could be um, just like this is, this is a juicy lick. Yeah. You know? Um, but I, it's, you know, lucid trust, I don't want it. Palms are rough when you promised. Fire lies when you're honest. Mm. Those are all kind of like right back to back to back yeah. in the song. And it, it feels like there's this, like, I don't, uh, on, honesty is breaking me in some mm. way or mm. this, or this relationship can't live with honesty Yeah. or, you know, you're trying to tell me how it is and I don't want that. Yeah. Fire lies when you're honest. Wow. Maybe when you're honest, it makes me so angry that I do things I don't want to do. Could be. Yeah, I mean, because the fire kind of speaks to, like, volatility. Yeah. 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 It's hard to lose and wonder why. It's hard to lose and wonder why. So that has the big melody kind of bah, bah, moment of bah, 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 relief bah, bah, bah. in the melodic element, right? So why is that phrase important, Nate? 
I think because there's disconnection between what's happening and her understanding. Mm. And there's also a lack of acceptance that what is happening needs to happen. And also maybe also like a, like, is this, am Mm. I actually, is this actually happening? Is the thing that should happen going to happen? Yeah. And, and kind of, I'm just like, as you're saying that it's hard to lose and wonder why just within the honesty element, it's like, it's like, this re- the sun is setting on this relationship, but I don't want to know all the things that happen. But it's still hard to lose and wonder why. Yeah, it's hard to lose and not know oh, the whole yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. So but I need to protect my heart and not know the whole story, even though that's hard to do. Ooh, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah, because I think the loot, the loss is you know the dying sun is the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And it's. I think we all experience this in moments where we wonder about a relationship, a friendship or a romantic, just like, why is this happening? Right. And I think that, yeah, you might be having the nail on the head is that there's reasons why this is happening, but she's for one reason or another, either doesn't want to know or is not comfortable facing, Mm. you know, what is going on yeah and now now we're gonna so th- yeah. this sort of begins the big the yeah big music and i'm, movement see, I'm and seeing it too it almost is it's so this is kind of the history and it seems like this is the current in my mind yeah so this is what's course. happening now is the next part after i think i think that's right yeah um i and i think it's it's talking about like like usually uh I think in relationships like these, in my experience, they have like a cycle to them, mm. right? They have mm-hmm. some sort of cycle. So it could also be that this is, uh, you were seeing multiple part pieces yeah. of the cycle, yeah. right? So, you have, you have yeah. a cycle where it's like the sun is dying, yeah, right? And then you also have yeah. um, the part of the cycle where I think the chorus is about, which is you pressure in increments, so the other side of this relationship is yeah. pressuring her like a slow-moving coup. Mm. Things are happening, but it's slow-moving. It's slow-moving, and a coup is sort of like, right, you flip the, 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 the mastery. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the who's old... Who's in charge. Yeah, who's in charge is, is deposed, yeah. Yeah. killed, or whatever. Yeah, I like this next part, too, The Yeah, memories dissident Ooh. when I'm holding you. So it's like... It's like there's this pressure and in increments. It's like a slow moving coup. But those memories of all that other stuff we just yeah. talked about, yeah. it fades away when I'm holding you. Well, dissident means con- contract, uh, con- in contrast to, like Hush pushing against. Little baby, it'll be all right. Come closer, hold me tight. Even when a relationship's falling apart, you uh, can still get that element comfort in that in that is what we that is like the the, it's like fucking gasoline for our car yeah right so it's like it's like all that other the 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 the, yeah the sun setting on this relationship but it's still there and i need hush little baby i need that right now yeah so fuck that other noise well i think I think she's more conflicted than that, but yeah. 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 Let's, let's keep, yeah, yeah, let's keep digging into it. It's like all over the place because I think that, you know, right. She's getting pressured, but she's also giving into the pressure. Yeah. It's both. Yeah. It's like, and probably when she's giving into the pressure on the other person's side, they're probably giving into the pressure and receiving pressure from, it's like, she's not fully innocent in this, right? I I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, we're also we're also living in her head a little bit in these yeah. lyrics, right? Yeah, and totally. so we're seeing it from the, her perspective. But memories dissident when I'm yeah. holding you. So like the memories I have are not congruent with what is happening physically, what is happening emotionally between us right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
And now the next part is, I think, again, another, like, we're cycling through yeah. in this relationship. If my sun won't set tonight. Yeah, so I'm going to be here looking at the sun. I'm here looking at the sun. If my sun won't set tonight, like, if I can't actually end this relationship. And again, she's kind of, like, claiming powerlessness a mm. little bit. Mm -hmm. Whereas earlier she was saying, oh, I'm speaking darkness out of spite. And I would yeah. say, okay, if you're speaking darkness to the sun, it's like... Yeah, but it, also know? it's almost like she's having an acceptance of the current reality of I'm still in this relationship, so I might as not well be speaking spite. So I'm going to, if my sun won't set tonight, I'll look around, but it's so hard for me. Uh, I'll look around. I, is that like coming to grips with what is? Is that looking for another partner? Is that, I don't know. Hmm. Unless maybe it'll reveal yeah, maybe itself. Yeah, it maybe it'll reveal itself. Yeah. Like a shadow passing by crashing into shapes and then fading with my innocence so mm, i get it i think that's, i get it i think that's like her trying to like actually come to terms with reality but like missing yeah like she's well, yeah. look at this look at this look at yeah, this okay bro. yeah look at this Ed educate me all right so if my sun won't set tonight, I'll look around, but it's so hard for me. Like a shadow passing by, right? Crashing into shapes and then fading with my innocence. It's like, it's, it's, it's like okay, this relationship is here. I'm going to experience it, but it's hard for me, right? Mm -hmm. I know it's a shadow. I know it's a glimpse. I know it's just a moment. Oh, well, shadows are generated by the sun or light source too, so. Ooh. Oh, shoot. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I love that. So it's all crashing into shapes and then fading with my innocence, almost like a fading with my innocence. Hush, little childlikeness, right? Sure. Fading. And then here it is. Here it is back to the second part of the first verse. Yeah. Exact same, almost exact same words. Exact same words. Exact, exact same words. Give it up. Give I'm it up. I'm complacent. Just enough to escape it. Heretics wouldn't phase me. Yeah, lucid trust. I don't want it. Palms are I don't want it. Palms are rough when you promise. Fire lies when you're honest. So it's, it's yeah. hard to lose and wonder why. I have been waiting my whole life. Wow, that's pressure and incremental. <laughs> ah, ah, and then it goes back to that. Like so, a slow yeah, yeah, so so it is. It, it's just like almost this like I have to, I have enough complacence me to where like the parts of me that don't want to be in this, the heretics who wouldn't phase me, mm -hmm. are going to be silenced, right? I don't want honesty. I don't want truth. I just let me just, just let me experience this little bit i got here mm -hmm. yeah no, maybe yeah just give me a look let me have a couple last rays of the sun if it's setting i'm not spiteful anymore come on just give just please i think well it i think it's also like complacence like i know you're kind of like Aaron. you're i you're how you're saying it to me is like much more positive than where I see. Like, I see the mm. oscillation going back and forth, mm. but I, it feels to me much more like the oscillation ranges from, like, dark bitterness, I hate this relationship, to, especially when she's speaking of, like, coercion, you know, and so mm. on at the beginning. But all the way back to, like, I'm just... I think I agree with the, like, I'm just trying to get something out of this or survive. Mm. Um... But I, it, I don't see a place of like enjoyment or um, acceptance of the cost. It's more like this haze. She's still like in the gray. Yeah, in the haze. In the haze. Yeah, it's not like it's an ecstatic evening. It's just like a maybe this evening isn't as painful. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And and there's and we go right back into the for pressure and in increments like a yeah. slow moving coup. Memories dissidents when I'm so it's you. like the image is like she's still in this relationship. She's still, still this, holding yeah. this person. Yep. Um, but it's it's the sun still fading. Yeah, and then yeah, so like 
the twilight obviously the sun is set you know everything all these problems all this bitterness all this like lack of trust lack of truth lack of reality i'm in the shadows i'm in the bitterness i'm in the darkness or at least that's part of it there's Mm. coercion there's pressure there's pressure that's this weird slow moving coup i have all these memories of experiences with you that contradict Mm. the experience i'm having right now as i hold you Mm. so i I mean it sounds like a relationship where there's trauma in that Mm. past Mm -hmm. of that relationship for sure for sure and then the curious thing and i think this is intentional but i'm not sure but i have been waiting my whole life for pressure in increments so i think that that's one of the only lines where maybe she's starting to acknowledge her part yeah where she's starting to say, wait a minute, I've been, I've been waiting, like, there's something in me that's participating in this. Yes, yeah, and I have been waiting my whole life. Yeah, it's like, I'm a part of this, too. I've been waiting for this, and I, I foresaw this. Yeah. Maybe this is a cycle that I create in my life and have been creating. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Like, this might not be the first dying son in her life. Yeah, and, and I think, too, it's like... It, it, it's two. I think in any relationship we're in, and then there's that ending, it's never 100% someone's fault or 70% someone's fault. It's mm-hmm. like, I feel like both parties are participating in their own way. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to say like that, it, that rings true for, for all relationships. Uh, there's definitely 100% one person is in the wrong in many situations. But I think a lot of the time, it's like a, we both participate in creating um, the narrative. Of, of the cycle. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever I, that is. And I think, I think that the, the distinction I would make is that there are like events or actions where you can try and assign blame on one side or the other more easily. But the relationship, when you're talking about the narrative, that is something that you build together. Yeah. It takes input from both parties. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think so. And I think that's probably, I mean, I guess we should, I'm feeling like we got the song pretty matched up and, and we're kind of... Do you have any kind of, like, other ideas you want to explore? I think it's just when when I'm holding you, memories dissonant, that second time, that's when the song falls apart. Yeah. That's when you have, okay, we're going into the breakdown. Cool. Oh, oh. That <gasps> was good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, now I'm right. deconstructing. Now, right. Ah. The, fu- the music kind of fades into the dissociation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's, too, it's like... You know, and I, I think, I mean, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there where I've been in um, with someone and you're kind of, you know, the sun's setting, but maybe you haven't had the conversation yet. Right. Mm. And you're kind of like having those last, you know, nights where they're over or you're over with them or the last few dates. And there's kind of this like musical reflection of that, of just like you've got to dissociate. You know, and it's like, yeah, you enjoy it. And it's like, what was that? It's like half beat, half beat. Oh, this is cool. Like the breakdown. The breakdown is cool. The breakdown is cool. But then you lose it and you lose it. And then it's just like you have to dissociate. You have to, you know. Yeah, it keeps deconstructing. What In in whatever method you use to dissociate, you know. Mm-hmm you're going to do that. And if you're going down a path of dissociation, it's, it's probably going to get dark. So yeah, I think that the flip side is probably the opposite of what we're talking about is rather than dissociation, it's the opening up of is the answer, mm-hmm. right? It's the choosing to listen to the song, hush little baby, connect and authentically connect and truthfully connect. And that fights that process of the slow dissociation and that snaps you back into the reality of the dying sunset of the sun and you can no longer bear to be in that relationship of the dying sun because you're continuing to throw yourself into the openness and the authenticity of the real yeah i mean and then the yeah. drums come in boom boom ka, boom boom ka. and when you're with the drums boom boom ka, boom boom we're ka. Phil Collins you have to be present <laughs> right yeah. and if you're this this sun's dying you got to go we got to call it, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you're not going to do that, you have to dissociate. And the beat goes boom, boom, yep. boom. It falls apart. It falls <laughs> apart. Yeah, I, I think that another, there's, there's another thing where 
uh, and Aaron's doing like his his best uh, prog rock drum <laughs> set right now. Uh, it's awesome, actually. <laughs> very very enjoyable. I would say that there's uh, two things, two last comments. First one is, uh, we'll go with the name of the song, Constance. Hmm. At first, I thought maybe it's the constance of the the consistency, the 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 that the relationship was inconsistent or not constant or not truthful right and that was it now i'm wondering if the constance is the loop that she's stuck in like she's stuck <laughs> in this weird loop and i don't know what it is but but like either both it speaks to both of those mm. another and then uh, another thing that this just like um reinforces for me is that we choose so much when we choose how we want to deal with reality wow. when we choose how we want to deal with reality whether it is you know when it's uncomfortable when it's when it's full of bitterness and and trauma and mm. hate and anger and uh all those kinds of things when we're when reality is at its most painful how we choose to deal with that uh matters so much and in this mm. the case of this song i think is really like that's what it would take for her to break out of this relational sort of like mist mm. and grayness because that's what it feels like to me when i hear this song or read these lyrics is that she's stuck in this like gray dim mm. sunsetting kind of like bad relationship like the best it gets is yeah. this sort of like gray dim mist yeah yeah um and there's no sun yeah uh or there's no sorry sunny days wow. um and it's like she is choosing that because she's choosing to deal with reality the way she is where she's mm. not able to or not choosing to like fully jump into the pain wow uh, of what she's experiencing because everything she's talking about is so painful think yeah. about this her partner's pressuring her in increments uh her her <sighs> memories are like pushing her against their dissident they're <sighs> conflicting with the experience man, she's and, having and it, man, like, when you experience so pressure pain. in increments from a partner around yeah. a, a subject that you don't agree with yeah that can eat away at your ego and your self-esteem yeah as you give up that value little by little yeah because ah. it's not it's not an instant trauma it's a constant uh ooh, maybe that's constant yeah anyway <gasps> it's a constant pressure wow. it's a constant like decline Nate. it's the it's the frog being boiled alive right yeah and <gasps> but hey that water feels nice it sure feels warm right at that perfect temp this koozie <laughs> this koozie yeah. this koozie's good yeah i might be burning soon but this koozie feels good for now yeah so i i think that um wow. that's just something i'm taking away from this song oh my is gosh. the importance the importance of how uh you choose to deal with reality because wow. you know she obviously knows it's not like this is a mystery she's singing about or you know the the, the person knows that there's you know, it's bitterness. There's, there's, you know, all these horrible yeah. things, but yeah. there's a lack of action. There's, and there's a lack of acceptance of where things really dude, are. Totally. Nate. Yeah. I, dude, I respect what you're saying so much and the insight that you have on this topic. And I'm looking over at you just, I didn't cut you off, did I? No, you're good. Yeah. Is there any other points you want no, to make? No, I'm good. Well, okay. So as Nate was, as was sharing his, his wisdom, which I, if I come to a man for wisdom, and I don't have money to pay for someone, I come to Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best free wisdom source you got. He's the best free wisdom. So you, you and my wife, right? You, you two, you two are there. Depends on the topics, but I would say you two are my two, mm. and then I have a third, and you know who you are, um, who's who's out there that is is my third. Um, that that i look for for wisdom but you're in the triad you're in the the father oh. son holy spirit oh wow of the people i look to for wisdom 
So, and I would say probably you hold the father role and the father, son, Holy Spirit ideal. Not in terms of the father being all of it, but you know what I mean. So I'm, I'm more absent yet more authoritative. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to be funny. No, no, totally. But okay, so, so as Nate was Less comforting. My experience was looking over at Nate, you know, seeing his, his bicep, which I wouldn't be able to hold with my hand. Or, or of course I couldn't. Probably two hands. Give me that. Give me your bicep oh. over there. Give me that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So my... My my hands are thumb to, if I was making a circle, they're like that. That's very good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. beefy. I mean, all you bodybuilders out there might not be impressed, but those, my, I have big hands. Um, so I got thumbs circled to fingers and it's like that big. So make a circle with your hands and imagine your big hands. That's Nate's big ass bicep. Um, pretty beefy. Now, <laughs> sorry, Nate. It's okay. Nate's rubbing his eyes with embarrassment because he's like, dude, we got to go. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So anyways, I just, I, I love you, bro. And love I'm so man. glad that we're doing this. And uh, let's, let's close this one out with a hug. All right, oh, come here. Give, all right. Give me, all right. Let's, let's bring, bring it in. Bring let's it bring it in, in here. Bring yeah. it in. Here we you, know the you know what the biceps yeah. are for? Oh, what are they for? They're for hugging. Ah, oh, oh, Nate, what the, what the heck? No, stop. Ah, oh, 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 stop it, Nate. JK, everything's good here. Um, all right. No Until violence. next time. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. This is Aaron Nate. Take care of yourselves. This is Aaron and Nate. Do, 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 do. Signing off. <laughs>